This is Pastor Tim Sims. Welcome to the St. John Chester Podcast, reaching out to you with the good news of Jesus during this time of social distancing. Today, an incorrect but good answer. The other day, after I finished the Memorial Day podcast, something was gnawing on my memory. One of the texts I considered in preparation for that message reminded me of an exchange I had with one of my sons during the last week of shelter-in-place school. Boy, am I glad that's done. The text was Revelation 21. It's about Christ's return and the final resurrection. Beginning at verse 3, we read, And I heard a loud voice from the throne, saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people. And God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. My youngest boy was working on a vocabulary lesson. He got to the last fill-in-the-blank and also the last available vocabulary word on the list. Dad, I don't think this makes sense, he said. The only word I have left is timeless, but the the fill-in-the-blank sentence is, the doctor said the exam would be timeless? So I said, let's check out some of your other answers. The top of the page had asked for synonyms from that same listing of words. That's where it jumped out at me. He had attributed the word painless as a synonym for eternal. So I asked him to explain his answer and if the two words painless and timeless could maybe switch spots. This boy, who is four years into an allergy shot regimen, explained to me that the word painless absolutely could not be put into the fill-in-the-blank about a doctor's visit. (laughs) Considering his experience with doctor's visits, that made sense. So then I asked him why he used the word painless as a synonym for eternal. Well, Dad, eternal, that's like heaven, an eternal life, and there isn't going to be any pain. With this explanation, I realized that his incorrect answer was a very good answer. The words and promises of the Bible, proclaiming resurrection to eternal life and paradise because of Jesus and with Jesus, had influenced his perspective. The vernacular of the church, as it had been ingrained in him by the liturgy as he has attended worship every week of his ten years reinforced by what he's learned at home and in a faithful Lutheran school, had shaped and formed his way of thinking and his vocabulary in regard to life in this fallen world and what we are promised in Jesus Christ. This, by the way, for those of you who have been listening to prior podcasts, is a great example of how oratio, meditatio, and tentatio works even in little children. His incorrect answer was a good answer in a most beautiful and faithful way. At this point, my young son has no idea just how much more painful than allergy shots life can be, including for little children. Yet from his perspective, at this point in his life, 
Those needles are about as bad as it gets. My prayer as a father is that my son will always have his thinking shaped and formed in the same way that moved him to give that incorrect answer. That way, when truly painful things come his way, as he gets older and experiences more of what this fallen world has to offer, he will continually look to Christ and the painless eternity promised in him. As a matter of fact, I pray the same for all God's children. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord be with you.